This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, November 4th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Galley. Here's today's headlines. Amazon fined $5 million over pesticides, tapping the nation's strategic groundwater reserve, and Democrats rule troubles. California fines Amazon $5 million for illegal pesticide sales. Amazon has reached a settlement agreement with the Department of Pesticide Regulation over illegal pesticide sales. The online retail giant will pay more than $3 million in backdated sales fees and penalties, along with more than a million in civil penalties, penalties for selling unregistered pesticides. Amazon also agreed to register with DPR as a dealer for the first time and pay mill assessment taxes on future pesticide sales. DPR Director Julie Henderson warned this sends a message to online retailers that California will take action against violators. Strategic oil reserve, but for groundwater? California agriculture has lost $3 billion to the drought and stands to lose a critical forage supply for the state's dairy herd amid water cutbacks along the Colorado River. This is precipitating more calls for shoring up the nation's food security as climate change reaches devastating new levels. When asked how to protect ag, Joss Veers had a novel idea. Speaking at a meeting this week at the State Board of Food and Ag, the UC Merced professor described how water uncertainty is affecting agricultural production throughout the Southwest. He warned that changes in globalization and commodity markets are likely to affect every producer as well. It might very well come to the point where groundwater reserves are going to be treated like petroleum reserves, he said. And we may need a national groundwater reserve that we tap into strategically. Veteran Democrat, election could hurt Farm Bill. Congressional Democrats are struggling to save a number of their colleagues from defeat in the Tuesday midterm election. Former House Agriculture Committee Chairman Colin Peterson knows why. In an interview with AgriPulse newsmakers, Peterson says Republicans have managed to paint Democratic lawmakers as too far left because of issues like abortion, gender identity, and critical race theory. He also doesn't see his party shifting on key social issues either. The few Democrats with significant agriculture in their districts that have been able to survive happen to represent districts with large numbers of suburban or urban voters, he notes. Those lawmakers include Angie Craig of Minnesota and Cindy Axney in Iowa, both of whom are vulnerable this year. And why it matters? Well, farm bills require bipartisan support, and the vanishing number of House Democrats could make it harder to do that, Peterson said. He said, you can't do a farm bill with one party. I don't know what to do about it. Another problem for farm groups and agribusiness companies is that they have fewer allies in Congress when it comes to appealing to a Democratic administration on regulatory issues. Newsmakers will be available later today at AgriPulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this.
When you work with Rommel AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Universities told to work together on ag research. A report by the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine calls on Congress to ensure land-grant colleges and universities work more closely with each other on ag research. That could include providing dedicated funding for research collaboration. The report says ongoing funding disparities have prevented minority-serving institutions, quote, from being full partners in multi-institutional collaborations. The report also calls for improving incentives for academic partnerships. Like many, if not most, academic entities, land-grant colleges and universities have traditions emphasizing and rewarding competitive rather than collaborative research projects, the report says. Now take note, there are 247 active multi-state projects funded by congressional appropriations to traditional land-grant institutions. Lawsuits try to block Albertson's payout to shareholders. Attorneys General of three states in the District of Columbia are suing Kroger and Albertson seeking to block a $4 billion payout to Albertson shareholders that ahead of the supermarket chain's proposed merger. One lawsuit was filed in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday by California, Illinois, and D.C. Washington Attorney General Bob Ferguson filed the suit Tuesday. The latest lawsuit says the special dividend, quote, risk seriously hindering Albertson's ability to compete with Kroger as other supermarkets during the merger review process. And an October 28th letter to six state attorneys general, attorneys for Albertson, said the company, quote, is in strong financial condition today and will be strong financial condition after the special dividend is paid, Bloomberg News reported. Federal Trade Commission hasn't announced its plans for the merger review. Lawmakers introduce marker bill to double ag export funding. A bipartisan group of House members has introduced a bill to double funding for two ag export promotion programs run by the USDA that help farmers expand their access to foreign markets. A similar measure intended for inclusion in the next farm bill also introduced in the Senate back in September. The legislation would increase mandatory annual funding of Foreign Market Development Program, or FMD, to $69 million, and Market Access Program, or MAP, to $400 million. The Supporting Market Access Program Trade Act of 2022 was introduced by Representatives Jim Costa, California Democrat, Dan Newhouse, a Washington Republican, Jimmy Panetta, a Democrat from California, Tracy Mann, a Kansas Republican, Cindy Axney, a Democrat from Iowa, Ashley Henson, an Iowa Republican, and Kim Schreier, a Democrat of Washington. Why it matters? Well, groups such as the U.S. Wheat Associates depend on FMD to help pay for permanent 
presence in foreign countries. MAP also allows groups to run campaigns or hold events to promote U.S. products and educate importers. Here's today's He Said It. That's good news. Jack O'Connell, trade advisor at Beacon Economics, before delivering the bad news. O'Connell cheered a slight growth in California's merchandise exports last month, but lamented that the numbers are still down from last year. Exports for agriculture products, meanwhile, edged up slightly in October. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, November 4th, brought to you by Rottle AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.